get to the money. Welcome to another episode of Drinking After Dark, a podcast where we discuss random topics while having a few drinks. I'm your host, Darius, and as always, drink responsibly, and make sure you follow Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Tonight, I have a very, very special guest with me. She's a singer, songwriter, rapper, just an all-around great talent. Welcome to the podcast, Miss Ebony Danielle. What's going on? What's going on tonight, baby? Over here chilling. What's good, everybody? Oh, man, everything's good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. Over here, got my juice in my cup, you know, chilling for the night. Well, let the people know what you're drinking on tonight. Tonight, you know I got a little bit of this crown black. That's what I'm drinking. I can't mix it with nothing. I got to have it straight. And me, I'm drinking this crown vanilla mixed with this Dr. Pepper and cream soda. You know, that is my uh, new favorite drink now. So if anything, I got to mix it with a Coke if I don't have the Dr. Pepper. But I have my Dr. Pepper cream soda, so I'm mixing that. And I'm feeling real good right now. So <laughs> we're going have... hey, to have a great night. So, uh, Ebony, let the people a little bit. Let the, tell the people a little bit about yourself and you know some of the things that you do and some of the things that you have going on right now. Well, I'm a singer, songwriter, rapper, actor. I'm doing a little bit of everything, modeling. I'm standing six feet right damn near. So, um, but mainly right now, just performing, trying to get my music out. I got confused being my single that I dropped uh, almost a year ago, and it's doing pretty good. Um, it's getting streamed in 20 countries. I mean, I got over 2,000 views a month. So, you know, I'm a I'm a beginning artist, you know, New Money Entertainment, shout out to my team. Um, team Do The Most, Birmingham, Alabama. Y'all know how we rocking, but um, I'm just trying to get out there, trying to make them see me, you yeah, understand what I'm saying? Uh, y'all check me out on Instagram also, uh, Ebony Danielle, all my E's are the number three on YouTube, Ebony Danielle. And uh, Facebook, look me up, E Ebony D Witherspoon. I'm out. I mean, I'm out here, really. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I've heard you uh, sing plenty of times. You're very, very talented. Thank um, you. I appreciate it. It's kind of rare that you know you see talent in your face like that. Because a lot of times, if you want to see talent, you have to go on to either YouTube or some of these music channels and. You know, <laughs> I've been coming talent, but to actually witness it in my face, you know, it, it's, just, it's just amazing, you know. And I remember um, when you had your album release party last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it was fun. It's a whole, it was out there. We did that shit. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a great time. Um, I was glad to be a part of it, you know, helping your brother putting it together. 
appreciate you coming out. And uh, it was fun. I mean, just to see you, see you uh, really perform and really enjoying performing. Yeah. You, know, you can yeah. tell that you really enjoy your craft. And that's, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people, they do it. They just do it, you know, try to make money off of it, but they don't really enjoy what they're doing. And I can see the joy in your face and the effort that you put into your music. So I just want to say um, congratulations on everything that you have going on and continue to have going on. Thanks, thanks, man. Thanks, man. It's everything to me. Really yeah, Dropping it on my brother's birthday. You know, oh, yeah. my brother's past. Rest in peace, Jordan Witherspoon, a.k.a. <laughs> We ain't gonna do it. J Lo, I love you. <laughs> How did you get into singing? Um, I've been singing since I was about 14 years old, baby. I mean, since I was about four years old, I was kidding. Um, church, that was where I started singing, you know, like the normal average person, basically. But um, it just it was just came to me because my mom, she is like the first thing she really approved. Like, hey, yeah, go do that. You know, I'm a twerk star. <laughs> right. And she would let me sing, you know. But that's where it all started. And I never stopped from there. And going on into rapping and all that. My brother, Ali Cat, you know, he had me in the studio with him. And I'm watching him rapping. He's spitting and shit, I want to do this. So remember when he came out with Project Boys, I was yeah. on there. I'm a little mama and I'm 13 years old. <laughs> it was wild. But then was the time, man, that the passion ain't never went nowhere. It was kind of funny you brought up Alley Cat, your brother, because I remember him. I don't know if you remember this, but at the JC parties. And you know I remember them. Yeah, yeah. And your brother was up there uh, freestyling, just destroying guys on the mic. Oh, God. I will never forget. But we used to turn up at that. Uh, every what time he got on the mic. That? Every time he got on the mic, whoever he was going against, I'm like, they really don't know what they're in for. Yeah. He going to eat you up because he's studying you before, you know what I'm saying? He on you before you even get to the microphone. That is my favorite rapper of all time. And it's not just because he's my brother. It's because he's a lyricist and he know what he's you know he he doing. Yeah, it's, it's like you guys come, y'all really talented. You can tell <laughs> you guys are talented. Y'all got it. You guys are working hard for it. I've worked with your brother. I'm still working with your brother now. You know, and, you know, I like working with people who are striving for something. You know, they don't talk about it, but they're they're doing it. And that's why I don't mind working with them. Literally not just doing it for themselves, doing it for the love of it and to move somebody else. Like, I want my music to encourage a woman and a man, you know what I'm saying, to do better with their relationships. You know, I'm a lover. I sing about loving and all that. But I get gangster too, but I'm trying to get somebody an idea on how loving is supposed to be and all of that. Like, don't be no fool out here. Music is for the soul. Right. Who was some of the artists that you uh, looked up to, some of the artists that you were influenced by? <laughs> this may be funny, but this may sound funny, but as a woman, my my favorite is a man all day. So my very first artist I was listening to was Joe. I remember living in Greenwood Projects at the park and I had a tape cassette. I'm playing his tape all day front and back. I knew every song Joe had. That was <laughs> you playing those songs in Greenwood? 
And yeah, making Greenwood projects. I was, I was like, who in the hell keep playing this shit over and over again? Man, yes. <laughs> man, yeah, I remember back in the day on the swing with my cassette on Joe ass for real. But then, you know, Usher, Omarion, men was just my favorite because they were hitting notes just like the women were. So I knew male music really. Out of all the like the male influence that you had, all the songs that you listen to, what is your favorite song? Um, right now it's called "Close" by Chun. Okay. And it just it just do something for me, baby. It's been a while, but I don't sleep around. Choose about who I give my love to. That boy snapping, <laughs> but it goes in. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's the juice, baby. It's the juice. It got me right. I, I like <laughs> how I'm you... my first time drinking this shit, but I think I'm gonna give you another bottle of this. Hey, I'm gonna be real with you. Um, I know you're drinking that crown black. To me, I had it. Uh, but this crown vanilla, if once you open the bottle, it smells like Ooh. vanilla ice cream. I'm telling you right Ooh. now. Ooh. Hey, you gotta shoot me a recipe like ASAP because I got to try it. I'll I shoot you a couple of recipes. Actually, I will send it to you um, <laughs> later on. Um, okay, Because I ain't doing nothing later on. So I'm just going to shoot you everything. You're going to get a whole lot of stuff. You're going to be mad at me, but you're going to look at like, you know what? I'm going to try that as soon as possible. And you're going to hit me up. You're like, you know what, Darius? You're absolutely right. You are yeah. absolutely right. Now, you know I'm a drinker. I smoke a little bit, but I drink, you know. I'm definitely going to give you that uh, recipe for that root beer float with that uh, crown vanilla in it. So you ever get a chance to get that, you'll, you're really going to appreciate me after that. <laughs> get some of my girls over here to the spot and yeah. get on them, see what they talk about. You know how we do. Definitely. But yeah, those songs like back in the 90s and stuff and you know, those artists and stuff like that, you know, everybody still listen to it because I think I don't know about you. I think R and B is kind of like dead, like the real R and B. I know what I'm telling you. It's it's. I know it kind of evolved somewhat, but you really don't have singers anymore. You kind of have like, I don't know, rappers who try to sing or singers who try to rap all the time. You don't really have. I'm talking about from the male side. The women, they're yeah. they're pretty much steady, but from the yeah. men, you know, it's like. They're calling it R&B, but that's not the R&B. It is not R&B no more. Hell no. Hell no. No, it's not what that's we like R. Kelly. Yes, R. Kelly and them, R.I.P. my nigga R. Kelly. No, I'm just like, <laughs> that nigga got too long. What? But, and man, it ain't R. over Kelly? yet. It's not over oh. yet. It ain't over yet. You still got to go back to Illinois and face the trial and... Man, R.I.P. my nigga Kelly. Lord, no, y'all don't stand me for that shit. <laughs> that's fucked up. I'm killing you, baby. I are doing that crazy bro. Boy, they got him good. They were waiting to get him. They were waiting. They've been waiting since about 2004, ever since that, uh, ever since that uh, sex tape came out. And that's when Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle kind of uh, did a skit, that uh, pee on you skit. And, you know, that's pretty much what made Chappelle's show, like, number one after he did that skit. So, you know, that's that's something that, uh, you know, 
too bad for R. Kelly. That's all thing yeah. I gotta say. I love him still, and I'm still gonna play his music. But uh, my wife can't stand. He wouldn't have held me in my culture against. I will. We would have been fucked him up. I, excuse my line. I probably can't cuss like that. No, you can cuss on the podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah, me. You ain't gonna hold me in my cat hostage. You got a fucked up. <laughs> Boy, yo, he's so stupid ass. But they, hey, man, let me tell you something. If you wanted to get up and leave, you had every opportunity. So I really don't. I don't agree with it. I don't. At the end of the day, you know, some niggas like young bitches. Some back in the day on, on color purple, she was about 12, 13, and got married to the old ass man. And they were letting that shit happen back then. What the hell changed? But hey, you know, society changed. Society is yeah. um, <laughs> forever changing, forever evolving. Yeah, sometimes for the like good, sometimes for the bad. Yeah, my wife, she can't stand R. Kelly. She don't like them. They had every opportunity to leave, though. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm a little bit. D Ho wanted to be famous and they let their soul go. You sold your soul to the devil, man. Just deal with it. Yeah, I just think that he shouldn't be the only one punished. And I think there's a lot more people involved. And you know, everybody should get punished for what's been going on. So I'm telling you, but me and my young ass friend would have been in there with our killing them, trying to get rid of famous. But <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> me and my friends would have been trying to get famous. But anyway, man, but, you know, people, my wife, she she doesn't like R. Kelly music because she listened to, in her household growing up, it was like nothing but R. Kelly. So yeah. she got tired of R. Kelly. I can't even play it now without her just like rolling her eyes and things like that. You know, she just heard it too much growing up. So it Yeah. And I, and here's the thing about it when they were talking about canceling R. Kelly, are we yeah. canceling him just only his songs that he wrote and performed? Or are we right. talking about everything that he's done? Because you got it doesn't color. matter. It doesn't matter what they try to do. R. Kelly is a memory. You can't cancel memories. It doesn't matter how many stations they take him off of. I know everybody in the motherfucking world can still quote. Uh, you remind me of my G. You, <laughs> yeah. With, uh, I would say this before you continue on. That song was actually kind of stupid. Man, oh. what? I ain't trying to ride your ass nowhere, but it was catchy. <laughs> you remind me of my G. I want to ride. Why is you riding? She supposed to ride. I don't know. Ain't my I, guess he, I guess it was riding her. I guess. I don't know. Okay. Hey, that's a little weird, my boy. But yeah, hey. I guess that's what it was. I don't know. I never I yeah. You compare a, a woman to a Jeep. I never got that, but everything else. Hey, no <laughs> way. Speaking of that, speaking of that, do we have to cancel Space Jam too? Right, because that was my movie. Like, that was I just my about I that. still can see Jordan with his tongue out and yeah. going to get the final ball and shit. I believe I could flash it. No, bro, you can't cancel that. That's a memory. Yeah, like, <laughs> don't don't punish your childhood. I watched it. Don't punish our childhood because, you know, Space Jam, the original Space Jam is a classic to us. Yeah, I, I And it had, to me, his biggest song he ever created. I used to, I used to think. <laughs> I mean, think about it. We sung it in church. Man, it stop it right gospel. now, bro. Stop it, it right a, now because you're going to hell. You don't quit, right? <laughs> no, seriously. We sung that song in church. I believe I can fly. 
sung that in church. I'm telling you, we used to kill it, all the kids. And it's like company the children. And you gotta think about everything he has done, not only for himself, but for other artists. Yeah. So you gonna get rid of all of that? You gotta you know, think, like you're pretty much getting rid of Aaliyah stuff. Yep, everything everything. How many songs have he wrote for people? Like yeah. It's a lot. I don't think they're gonna I think his music will continue on. Mm-hmm. What he did personally was kind of messed up, but I think yeah. how they did with Bill Cosby, not how they really try to cancel him, but another network picked up the Cosby show. Because yeah. the impact it actually made in the black community. Um I think it'll probably just live on because people are gonna have the music regardless and they're gonna continue to upload the music and share yeah. it. So I mean, people will always say you have to separate the person from their art. And you know, you can cancel the person, but their art form, you know, is to continue to live on. So Yeah, but the thing for me is like when y'all look at when you look at the motherfucker documentary and he and he I think that was interviewing his brother. And his brother sat there and told these fucking people. My brother cried and said that when he turned into that motherfucker on that poster, he's somebody else. Somebody should have got him some help then. Because yeah. when he in a room with you and he's trying to express and tell you, he's crying and he's scared. That means that this is another realm of shit that I might need a little more help with. But the bigger you get, the more famous you get, and the more untouchable you feel, you turn into that monster. And nobody helped him because too many people were too worried about their piece of the pie in the human, in the actual human inside of that. They laughed at him. I gave y'all 30 years for this shit. He was really genuine, and I don't give a damn what they say. Yeah, he was trying to cover the shit up at this point because he got caught. But I think that should have helped him. I should have helped him a long time ago. Yeah, they, they should have known, especially back in, in the mid-90s. His brother, yeah, his brother, you know what I'm saying, somebody you grew up with, should have knew. Yeah, but- I don't know. give a damn, I'm gonna check on my brother's well, my brother's well-being. I don't give a damn how much money we getting. I'd call and check on my brother and my sisters consistently because I lost one in the middle of the night. You mm-hmm. know, so, better yeah, get right with your folks. You know, just with, you know, sometimes people, they, probably can't accept it. They probably won't accept it. You know, they thinking like, like you said, as big as they are, they probably could get away with it. Yeah. In today's culture, it's like, hey man, they they bringing up stuff that you did 30, 40 years ago. Well, you you, you know. was doing shit all the time. You was doing shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> all the time you doing shit. And it was it was the problem was it was in our face, but because yeah. his music was so good, we're kind of like brushing under the rug. But it kind of, if you go back, like I said, back to around 2004 when he had that trial. Mm-hmm. And at that point, somebody should have said, all right, we got to get you some help. We this nigga's help. crazy. You know, <laughs> like you you sitting here peeing on a, on a woman and stuff yeah. like that. And I don't see nothing wrong. They couldn't, well, here's the thing. Wrong. They couldn't verify the age of the girl. That was yeah. the issue. Now I I seen the video. It was overrated. Um, yeah, I think I, it was. Celebrities don't need to do sex tapes. That's just my thing. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Y'all think everybody is Kim K? Even Kim K's sex tape was trash. Okay. Was, I did better than that. Now let me. 
<laughs> it was trash. Uh, who else sex tape was trash? Um, Mimi. Mimi Faust from Love and Hip Hop. Who else uh, shit was trash? You know what? I ain't even going to go into these folks' life. I ain't famous as fuck yet. They gonna get me before I even get there, Lord. Let me try. I'm gonna get hey, there. listen, I talk about it. Shoot, I don't care. <laughs> Real talk, I got my own opinion. Boy, they gonna fuck with me regardless, actually. But, you know. But Mimi Faust, her sex tape, that was so overrated. In effect, yeah. I don't know if you ever watched Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yeah, but, of course. But the fact that they put it out there said that the tape was stolen was already trash anyway. Then they're going to say, you know, the first part of it, it was like their own home video. Then right. the second part, they actually brought in the cameraman to record it because the angles was like, no, somebody else is behind this stuff. And you sold the tape to make money and it was trash. So, I don't, I don't know. It's uh. Celebrities need to stop doing it. Got to stop doing it. But anyway, um, what else been going on with you? She on mute right now. Get off this mute. You hear me? I'm sorry. What you saying? No, you good. Okay. What I was saying, yeah, um, October the 28th, I have a show down here in Birmingham, Alabama. You know, Classic Weekend is something that goes down every year here, so it's going to be jumping like a motherfucker. Um, then I have another show in Baton Rouge on the 12th of December. So those are my two biggest little situations I got going on um, as far as I'm concerned at this moment, but shit. Studios, features is what I'm focusing on. Okay. I love to get up on that stage, though. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, what what uh, classic is going on down there for your first performance? Who's who's playing? You know, I am not sure who's playing, but I know that it'll be a lot of stars here. Okay. Um, you know, the game. You know, they halftime show. Oh, don't let me lie. So. Y'all gotta stay tuned. Be down here. <laughs> you said it was in Birmingham. Wow, was just here this weekend, huh? You said it was in Birmingham. Yes, in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. You know, usually Tuscaloosa, Alabama State, all them there come down here. I'm not I, a major basketball, football. I'm, I know I'm what Alabama, Alabama State is, though. It's in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh -huh. I know that. I've been there before. You, you like it? You enjoy it? I do. Uh, I ain't gonna say what happened. Oh wow! You know, a lot of people say it'd be too much shit going on. Birmingham, Alabama, they say this murder capital. But you just motherfucking move smooth, you'll be staying your lane. Like, I'm good in any hood. Nah, it, it was actually fun when I went down there, Alabama State. Yeah. It was actually fun tonight. It. it was like I almost decided I wanted to go to that school. Oh really? Yeah. So yeah. you know Did that I was like. I was like, ooh, but that's far away from, from Clarksville. That is a drive. Hell yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stick to uh, somewhere close. And that's what I end up doing. Man, 
I feel you, man. I just got to a point where when my mom moved me out of Alabama, I just I ain't want to go back. Well, when I went back, I cut the fuck up and I was I had to go. I had to leave. Right. But that's where my family is, you know, my auntie's my uncle. That's where I grew up at, but you know, I done live in a couple of different states and chasing my dreams. So going back to Clarksville for me now would probably be something I never even think about for real. That was something I was talking to your brother about too, doing something big, like New yeah. Year's Eve in Clarksville, you know what I mean? I'm we with that. We used that. to have a lot of fun New Year's Eve around here, and now it's nothing to do. Um, there's places that we can rent out, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Empty yeah. spots. So, you know, once this whole, once this pandemic is certainly over, um, that's something that we could, you know, also, you know, talk about, set up for the future and whatever, and, you know, do something, you know, nice for the city. You know, no oh, drama, we're just all yeah, about yeah. having fun and stuff like that. Just like this podcast is all about having fun when that, not getting into the drama, nothing like that. We just want to drink, talk, and have people, fun. Yeah, help people promote whatever it is that they're doing. You know, that's yeah. that's why I created this platform. A lot of um, a lot of people in Clarksville, Tennessee, I have noticed have started a lot of businesses. It would be fun to bring their venues out, and you know, what I'm saying turn up for real out there. It, yeah. I mean, a lot of my homies, y'all selling clothes, lashes, mirrors, candles, shit body massages. I'm really proud of Clarksville. Like, it has grown from the time I left to now. Like, I have seen a lot of growth and I love my city. Period. And that was because, you know, we see a bigger picture now than what we did yeah. growing up. Because, yeah. you know, we're, we're starting to understand that if we want true success, it's better off to go on your own. You know, it's okay yeah. to struggle in the beginning, but, you know, it will all be worth it at the end. Yeah. One thing I know, I ain't gonna keep doing it. Well, yeah. I ain't gonna keep doing it. Hell no. <laughs> it's all for a reason. Yeah, it's um, it's it's really uh turning to something. Um, it's really turning to something good around here. I mean, they really um starting to put, starting to bring something new here. Um, you know, the casino out there, Oak Grove. Um. I thought it was, thought it was pretty good, um, but the new arena they're building downtown, I think that's pretty cool. Wow. You know, they they're really evolving, they're really coming along. So that's why I like the ice skating rain downtown. You know, during the the fall winter time. It's beautiful. Yeah. I ain't yeah. I haven't seen a lot of that stuff. I haven't been. I now you got all this shit news to me, like for real. Hey, I'll be me. home this weekend, though. Like I said, I think we're coming in for a death in the family. Uh, rest in peace, Chris, Lewis. Love you, baby. But uh, yeah, I think we'll be down there. We're going to turn up that way anyway this weekend. So shit, if I can link with you, man, sometime this weekend, catch you, have a few drinks. You can show me something new to the city. Oh, yeah, I got you. I got man. you. Ain't, ain't yeah. no big deal about it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And, I mean, like I said, all this stuff is starting to change for the better. And you know, now we can actually create opportunities for ourselves. You know, we're doing pop-up events here. We're doing, um, what else we, we got going on? We're doing, uh, anyway, my mind just went blank. You did, you did. Take your time, baby. 
Because I was thinking, I was actually thinking about food for a second when I was talking. <laughs> I was thinking about, I don't know why, it just, food just popped up in my head. Because I'm, I'm thinking right about what I want. I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about, I want to get. And I'm like, oh, I can't get that right now. Man, like, it's, a, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things around here, man. It's been new. Like when I was in St. Louis for a couple of years and I came yeah. back, when I transferred back home to Austin P when I finished up, it changed. You know, it yeah. was like a lot of places that I never heard of that was here. And you know, I remember my cousin was like, hey, let's go out to, let's go out to so-and-so. I was like, what? What is that? I was like, you know what it is. I'm like, no, I don't. I ain't been here. Never heard of it. <laughs> heard of it. I never heard of it. Where is it at? And they tell me, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I know where it is. I ain't going out there at this time of night, but okay, cool. You know, you still got to check it out, though. Oh, I checked it out twice. And both times I was like, eh. I guess because when you're in a bigger city, you're a little spoiled. And yeah. you, you get to experience you know, something new, right? Yeah. That's That was part of my growing process. I was able to experience something new. And I came back home, you know, I'm a completely different person. And seeing stuff here, I was like, I'm not impressed. You know, cause I was gone. I pretty much seen that before. You know, it's new to y'all, but it's like old to me. So I'm on to something else. So y'all got to catch up. You don't True catch fact, up. Since I left Atlanta, excuse me, I didn't catch up. No, go ahead. Like I seen a lot of shit in the A. Like after I seen how shit moved in Atlanta, it was like everything else just didn't even look the same, didn't even feel the same. I mean, money, how niggas is hustling, how the thing, how money being made for real, shit. Like y'all need to catch up. Yeah, so got to catch up. Yeah. That's what I would tell anybody around here, man. You know, we got people out here who's um, starting things, you know, um, creating opportunities within our own community, um, even giving us the acknowledgement that we um, that we deserve. You know, I was, you know, with my podcast, I never thought that I would be acknowledged for this podcast. And I really just started it uh, a few months ago. And a lot of people don't know like how I got this, how this podcast came about. It was actually a couple of years ago that I had this idea. And I never really had time to really get started. I'm thinking that, you know, in order for me to do a podcast, you got to get all this podcast equipment. You got to get um, the cameras and the lighting and the setup and all of that to do a podcast. You got to do yeah. all that. Right, right at your fingertips. This shit, right at your fingertips. Literally. Yeah, it was. Like, the only thing I needed was my phone and an app that I used to make my podcast, and that was it. And, and then the motherfucker don't feel don't don't feel no type of way about sharing this information, which is just like shit. Is you really gonna dedicate yourself to it? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I never had time, and all of a sudden. Earlier this year, um, I lost my job because the company closed down. And I was yeah. like, oh, I got time now. So I started it. And um, it was supposed to be me and a couple of other people to start uh, do it. But yeah. One person moved away to Texas. And um, I was like, you know what? I could do this myself. And 
from episode one all the way up to now. It's been great. It's been great. And it has been awesome watching it. It's been awesome. I'm glad you got me on here because I was like, shit, I want my turn. My shot. <laughs> and, and here's the thing anybody who wants to come on here, I mean, I don't discriminate against race, gender, um, financial background, education, um, sexuality. Everybody is welcome on the podcast because I'm just all about meeting new people and having fun and, you know, just talking. You know what I mean? No drama, no nothing. True facts. That's what it's all about. Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But um, what else you been up to lately? Um, lately, I've uh, just been at the house. You know, I just got me a new forklift certification. So if I'm not there at the job, I'm at the house kicking it. Um, like I said, I just found me a new manager. Um. So I've been writing, waiting to go into the studio. I don't want to jump too fast, but it's time to drop some new music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, No Filter is my first mixtape. So, well, not my mixtape, but my, my album. And I'm just ready to drop another one. I cannot wait for the next release party. And I hope that you come through and it be bigger than the last one. Yeah, I definitely will be there. Um, like I said, I was there the last time and it was a lot of fun and got to do it again. And this time we got to get the whole new money roster out there. The whole new money. Hey, because it's real. Because I swear to God, I'm ready to quit my motherfucking job and just sell my merch all over the world. Just me. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> me mom be beefy, baby. She don't work. You need to work. I know it. But I just see more money in me. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I supposed <laughs> yeah. to see it. As I supposed to see it. And anybody who's watching this too, um, there are opportunities to sponsor an episode. So if you're looking to sponsor, get your name out there, just uh hit me up on Facebook or Instagram at Drinking Up the Dark Podcast. Um, and we'll talk details and everything like that. So, you know, I'm really, really growing this pro- this podcast, and man, and you know, this is something I get to have fun doing. You know, I don't look at it as something that I have to do. It's something yeah. that I want to do. Want to do. You know what I'm saying? You got to want it. That's how I live too. You got to want it. Definitely, oh, definitely. And you can have it, you know? Before That's we go. I see. So I yeah. see shit. Yeah, definitely. Um, have you seen any new movies lately? Uh, no, I haven't. But what I'm fucking with right now is this Squid, squid Game, Squad Game. Man, um, they done fucked me up, killing all these people. I would have been dead quick as fuck. Oh, see, I, I can't even. <laughs> my, I watched that too. Man, I haven't got to watch a lot more of it, but I'm not really a TV person. I'm always reading or writing, you know. But I fucked around and got my Netflix going, and I'm watching this shit, man. It didn't look old, man. He didn't want the shit. Passing everybody, he happy than the motherfucker. But it's, it's you know what is crazy about this. Um, when everybody first talk about it, you know, one thing I hate about social media is that when something new comes on, everybody automatically talks about it. So actually, I kind of lose interest. But I sat there and watched it with my wife, and I was like, "Are you serious?" I didn't get much. Yeah, I was. I didn't get into too deep. I was like. 
I was like, they really playing it. So this is a game of death. You basically telling me this. Yep, it's a game of death, and it's all about money. That's but you crazy. know what? It's symbolic as hell, but the average motherfucker ain't gonna catch it. No way. Right. Right. Symbolic yeah. as hell, but they don't. And it's like the world, the world been releasing shit to us all our lives. Mm-hmm. Been trying to uncover shit for us for us to really pay attention to what we watching. My little boy called me the other day and was saying something about his reading. And he was like, I can read it so fast. I said, but you're reading it, but you're not comprehending it. Right. And you, no, it wasn't my son, I apologize. It was my best friend's son, Brandon. And he was saying, you know, I'm trying to do it and I can read it, but when it's time to comprehend it, that's where that's where the real challenge comes in. They want to know what did you take from it? You read it, but did you understand it? Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on, you know. But you know, like, hey, I had those problems. Huh? I had those problems too, reading comprehension. But it wasn't the fact that I couldn't comprehend while I was reading. It was the fact that I just couldn't explain it. (laughs) No, I just wasn't interested in what I was reading. There we go. That was the difference for me. Like, when they had us reading stuff in school, I was like, I don't want to read this. Three things that I remember I read through my entire school life that I was actually interested in. And one of them I remember um, distinctly was of mice and men. You probably never heard of it, but it's basically it's basically about um, two guys. Not gonna give the characters' names away, but um, one guy was smart. The other one was. Challenge. <laughs> uh, he, was a, he was a little, he was like a little handicap. He was like a little mentally challenged. Yeah, a little right? challenge. But the smart one, he kind of like planned everything, make sure they got what they need and everything. The other one, he was strong and he didn't know his own strength. Like he was like that strong. And um wow. they basically went to go work on a farm. And uh the owner's girlfriend. Well, the owner's son was trying to bully the mentally challenged one. I, I'll go ahead and say his name. His name was Lenny. Okay. okay. And um, that, that was the character's name, Lenny. And um, while he was getting whooped, his, uh, his friend George, that was the other guy, basically told Lenny, get him. And what happened was when... Um, the owner's son was trying to throw a punch. Lenny caught the punch with his fist, with his own hand. Yeah. His big hands, and he crushed his fist. Like, he yeah. shattered it with his own hand. And, like, when I say he crushed it, I mean, like, blood was coming out of his hand looking just nasty. Oh, my God. And then everybody told him, I said, this is what you're going to tell your old man. You got your hand caught in this machine. And we're going to pretty much, we're going to save your face because this dude pretty much just embarrassed you in front of everybody. Period. And it was like, to see a man like that with that type of strength of somebody's fist and crush it with their own hand, one hand at that, not two hands, but one. But he he just wasn't right in the head. Wasn't right in the head. And he also, George told Lenny, hey, you stay away from dude's girlfriend. Because she was the type that wanted attention. 
and uh, she kind of crossed the line and he didn't know what was going on. And she was yelling, he tried to shut her up, put the hand over the mouth and accidentally snapped her neck. Oh no. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that uh, George had to shoot Lenny in the back of the head. God damn. You yeah. got me ready to see it now, see it. You can actually, if you want to watch it, there's a movie. Now, there's two of them, right? There's a, they're both kind of old movies. Uh, the latest one was done back, like, in the early 90s. I would say, yeah. like, 1991. But there's a older one that was in black and white. Same, same concept. It's the same movie, right? Just different actors. And uh, when you watch it, you be like, Wow. That's the one story out of school I've, I remember. And I'll recommend that to anybody. But the other stuff, I I just like, all right, whatever. It don't really catch my eye. I don't really don't you care about it. You got to give it a name. Right? Yeah, it's called, uh, I was send it to you. It's called Of Mice and Men. Bet, uh, yeah, yeah. Send that to my box, you know. I definitely do that. But I remember. Before we get out of here, I, I remember back when I was in high school. And I don't know what the hell y'all girls was reading this book for. Y'all was reading Fifty Shades of Grey back then. Man, the I remember year. that book. I, I, I didn't stuck that shit, though. I was like, and I knew what the book was about. I didn't read it, but I knew what the fuck the book was about. And I'm like, why y'all reading this? Y'all ain't gonna do nothing. Put the book down. <laughs> right. Y'all reading this stuff. Y'all getting y'all getting fantasy and reality kind of twisted. Because y'all kind of slick and want that to happen to y'all, but y'all really don't want to have it. Y'all some fucking weirdos too. I just I, I never really understood it, but I saw it. That and the, the Zane Sex Chronicles book. That whole era was just ridiculous. Yeah, I'll love it with some freaky shit, basically. My era, you know this. My wife, we talked about it. Unfortunately, my daughter doesn't really get to enjoy what we went through, but my whole era was goosebumps. Oh yeah, I remember that too. <clears throat> that is my that was my era. The books. Every time I went to the library, I got another goosebumps book. My teacher was like, why don't you get another book? I said, I don't want another book. I want that. I'm not reading nothing else. I don't want to read nothing that has a boring <laughs> my brother, story. My brother had all the damn goosebumps books. That's how I got into it. We all had them. We all had them. Every time we went to the bookstore, that's the first thing we went after. Yeah. Remember the scholastic... Um... Damn, what was it called? I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. When the scholastics came to the fucking school. Boy, we everybody be lit as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that back in the day? Over there from uh across from Summer Heights. Yep. Yeah, I remember school. those. I remember those days. Dang, how could we forget? Oh, you got me over here reminisce. <laughs> hey, that's listen, me and my wife, we always talk about how good we had it growing up. Compared yeah. to what you know, today's generation, today's generation, they have the technology. We didn't have it. That's why I think. Yeah, baby, we was at church. We, we was in we church. Was church. We was in church, <laughs> and we was outside. You know it. You know, man. My grandma used to lock our ass outside. Quick, better than outside my damn dog. Man. Or Wanda Jackson, I play that shit, boy. 
It'd be 100 degrees outside, too. You're like, no, we got to come in. We can't stay out here. Uh-uh, let us in, ma. We ain't going to do it no more. We're going to have a heat stroke out here. Man, I'm weak. <clears throat> but we always had something to do, though. That's, that was the best thing about it is we always had something to do. We had imaginations. You know, we always came up with things. You I'm remember sorry. NYSP, bro? I mean, yep, down there, Austin P. Yep. Right we had shit to do. And I'm then my, my, my what you said? Because I remember all of that. Yeah. Then you remember the Bible study that they had outside in the, in the uh, summertime? The seven days. I can't even remember the name. It's been so long. I miss my city, though. I miss under the tree. Bible study and all it. It was, it was what it was. Something our kids don't have, man. No. Nah. No. Don't have it. And um, those NYSP days, I really didn't get to enjoy it because I was what? always gone. Uh, <laughs> basketball took me away. I was always oh, traveling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Basketball, I was always, if it wasn't school, it was AAU, and I was always just gone. But that was that's the dream, though, man. At the end of the day, like I love my life, but I don't know what I would do if I never got to really move around and see a bunch. Like I was born in Frankfurt, Germany. I wasn't even born in the United States. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I knew then that I was gonna travel. And this ain't the last stop for me. I'm not gonna live in Birmingham long. I'm trying to buy me a private island. <laughs> One that ain't been discovered yet. And bring some motherfuckers with me. Hey, listen, I don't want no private island because you don't know what the hell is on that private island. <laughs> hey, no, I want to discover new shit and get paid for that too and put my name on it. Listen, if I discover Bigfoot, I will retire right now. Man, I'm telling you, and I ain't fucking with nobody who ain't been fucking with me. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, They've been trying to get Bigfoot for I don't know how long right now and they can't even get him. And the fucked up thing is he real. Yeah. I don't give a damn what they say. He real. No, they no. It is real. That's the thing about oh, it. Yeah. But you can't capture Bigfoot. So, hey, if I get it, hey, um, <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna kill it. If I get him, what you want to kill him for? See, because you talk. all right. Think about this, right? Bigfoot is already like ten times bigger than us, right? Yeah, yeah. You um, you but think Yeah. You honestly think that Bigfoot is going to just come? Go willingly. Yeah, willingly come. <laughs> like, hey, we're going to go. We're going to go to uh, D.C. We're going to go to the Pentagon. We're going to. I'm going to let look, you know. Look, man. I, look, now, They say that he's sweet. Now, they say Bigfoot gentle. Don't do my boy like that. Like, listen, we're we going to go here. We're going to talk to him for a minute. Uh, they probably want to keep you for a while. Uh, I might come back if they let me. But, you know, I know you can't really use this money, but, you know, I think about you while I'm spending it. So I'll be somewhere where you can't find me. Just letting you know. You feel me? Well, we're coming to the end of the show. Uh, Ebony, is there anything you want to say? Any last words? Anything like that? <laughs> well, damn. I'll, well, yeah. 
I want to just let everybody know um, that they can reach me, Instagram, Ebony Danielle, all my E's are the number three. Once again, on Facebook, Ebony D with the spoon. And I enjoyed your time, and I really appreciate you allowing me to spend the night with you and get a little bit of look, knowledge from you. And I'm just happy to be here, man. Y'all just keep looking out for me because I ain't done. I'm still moving. I'm still at it. And I hope I'll be in your city soon. And y'all always remember, follow Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Ebony, this was fun. Uh, we got to do it again. We got to bring your brother on with you. Oh, definitely. Um, we got to do that. Um, I look forward to hearing from you. Um, I'll be looking at, I, I'm going to just follow you. I'm going to see what you got going on and stuff like that. Um, Don't forget the single is Ebony is Ebony Danielle Confused. You can look it up on YouTube, Spotify. It's on all social media platforms. Y'all look for me. I'm out there. Y'all go support, man. Support. Uh, listen to the single. Tell your friends and family about it, man. Let's support this uh, talented artist. Um, she's doing big things, and you know, don't be afraid to support, man. All you gotta do is just listen. That's all you have to do, and tell people about it. Definitely. Um, so, Ebony, you have a great night. Yeah, you do the same, man. Drink responsibly. <laughs> yes, drink responsibly. Uh, to all the listeners out there, continue to support Drinking After Dark Podcast. Like I said, follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Ebony, people, we out. We out of here. Y'all have a good night. Gotta get to the money. Gotta get to the money. So you know that I'm on it. So you know that I'm on it. Gotta make sure that my family's straight. Gotta make sure that my kids and me. Get to the money, get to the money